0: Yeah, this is Raphael Adiola from Indianapolis, Indiana, representing that west side. I'm here listening to my boys, Dynasty Bros. Y'all need to check them out every day, all day, 24-7, 365. Yep. <laughs> there it <laughs> is. <laughs> boy. What's good? What's good? It's your boy DJ AVO, and this is the Dynasty Bros Fantasy Football Podcast, episode 96. Let's go! Let's get
1: it. Let's go. I, I am mad because the vibe, able can mess up all these episode numbers, he won't. Let's jump it off by saying RRP. RRP Shock RRP, G. Shock G. RP Black Rob. rp DMX, man. Yeah, let's get them out the way, you know. Legends, pioneers in the game. Respectfully. All right. You know, uh, music and sports go together. So we try to say we do this shit for the coach and we always got to keep y'all included and in, and, and, and intrigued in everything that we do. But now that that's over, let's get straight to this
2: shit. Damn, why you cut it off? Keep it.
1: Okay. Ooh, okay. Look at you chastising the DJ. Oh,
2: man, that's
0: my shit, dude. DJ, Tupac, I get around. DJ,
1: get the microphone and stand up for yourself.
0: Come on, man. Let me do what I do, man. My back.
2: Hey, can I just make one request? I'm the guy that, if you can go back at some point in the episode to that, that'll
0: be much appreciated. <laughs> so, I got you. All right, let's 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 get to it. Look, <laughs> thank look, look, thank look.
1: You. What's good, bro? and base. This is the Dynasty Bros. Fancy Football Podcast, episode 85. This is where you come for your fancy football needs and to chop it up about the latest NFL news. I, with the big voluptuous beard, is Dynasty Bro Doc
2: here with my co bro, Dynasty Bro Vic. Man, what's up, man? How y'all doing? Oh man, I'm chilling, bro.
1: I'm good. A lot of energy. We was remote last week. Yeah. A lot of stuff going on, man. And um, we, we cleared the air, and got that off our chest, and now we back with the sauce.
2: Back with the sauce, man. Guns <laughs> out. Yeah, man. I've been in the gym, man. Hey, I gotta rep the Kobe, man. So is he talking about me or you?
0: Think talking about Avo. Avo, <laughs> <laughs>
2: hey, well, how you doing,
1: bro? Get the mic one more time.
0: Come on, man. I'm good, man. I'm ready to get this going, man. You see the new see the players back here, man? I'm ready to rock, man.
1: <laughs> Let's get to it. Let's get to it. We got a fire episode. And I ain't going to even lie, me and Vic down to the last moment was trying to figure out a title for this episode. But look, I'm going to have a better explanation
2: of what the episode is better than
1: our title. Is that is that good, bro?
2: That sums it up. And <laughs> hey, we've been had the topic. We just couldn't really nail down the title we like to nail down the title
1: it just honestly we didn't figure it out it just came to Vic, kind of ignoring me talking he got on his phone i got on mine yeah. it was just like "Fuck, we're we gonna leave with this but now nah, look this episode we know the draft is in 48 hours so, what we're going to do is just name a couple players that whether you should go buy or sell, and even down to some picks coming up because rookie drafts are probably right around the corner if you ain't already got into the two early rookie mocks and the draft. So, I'm excited about that. And uh, we just need to try to get these values out there. Maybe some guys that are shooting up the ranks. And it's like, bro, we need to get out while we can. Let's go get this value. My guy, Vic, been doing, you know, he talked to me about real estate all the time. We've been trying to get into. Well, he's already in the stocks, but we've been building as a business together and all this shit. So I'm excited, man. And, you know, in real life stocks and bonds and values, we've got to translate that into fancy football. So Vic shouldn't have no problem doing that. Be humble, bro. Say something humble.
2: It was nice out today, bro. The weather's nice, man. <laughs> I heard <it's> going. <laughs> you caught me off guard, bro. I didn't really know what to say, man. Oh, uh, it's going to nice be nice for a few
1: days. It's going to be nice for a few days. DJ we're going to be rocking this whole episode, and um, yeah, we still got the uh, we still got the what's the word? Still got the hood TMZ with Dynasty, bro. Vic, maybe have a flag on a player too, and um, we'll get in and out just like that, man. Look for me. I, I apologized on Twitter already and said I'm going to be on a rant all day Thursday. Uh, Do you have anything going on for the
2: draft, Vic? Yeah, I'm going to be hanging out on the draft show, man. So uh, make sure you guys check that out. Uh, We're going to be just breaking down the picks live on air as we go through them. So I'm looking forward to that, man. Be sure to check out the stream. I'll be retweeting where I'm at with that. So, uh, yeah, look out for that. Avo,
1: will you be watching the draft at all or tuning in any I'm going to do my
0: best, man. I really am. (laughs) That's real
1: talk. I I can see Avo watching the first three picks. I got to
0: see where these people go, man.
1: All right. That's what's up. That's what's up.
0: All right. Especially my quarterback. You know, I got to get my quarterback. man.
1: You won't get Justin Fields. Bro, you ain't ish. Yes, you will get Justin Fields because I traded my one-on-one to Vic. So, shout out. All right. So, look, this is what we're going to do. We're going to get into the what's the word right now and get into this hood TMZ with Dynasty Bro Vic with the
2: Kobe jersey on. Ate on me. I'm the old Kobe. That's what my bro said, man. Rest in peace. <laughs> R.I.P. Black Mamba. All right, man. Let's get into the what's the word. We're gonna be in and out as always, man. And uh, it's kind of funny how you hit on the, you know, investment, investing, and all that stuff. Cause uh, shout out to Business Insider. So Trevor Lawrence, she actually signed a endorsement deal with the crypto investment app, Blockfolio. Yeah. And he's actually gonna take some of his payment in crypto. So. That's dope man uh you know i'm sure you guys have heard about cryptocurrency and all this stuff and a lot of players athletes are starting to take their pay their compensation in crypto so that's dope run that bag up young boss yeah man and since we're talking about crypto let's keep it there man shout out to hey the kansas city chiefs tight end sean Culkin. so he's gonna be the first player to take his entire salary in bitcoin so it's cool to hear all these players man like invest outside of the game you know what i mean they're thinking about their future so he's gonna be the first player to convert his entire salary he said he wants skin in the game shout out to knbc nine i don't even know For where sure. that's at but that's a news station somewhere in the
0: country so can i comment on the crypto thing yeah just go a ahead a little bit yeah, so yeah look be careful what you invest in i was just reading about a man that basically made off with all the like he created a coin he made off with two billion that's all i'm saying so watch what you invest in. Make sure whatever you invest in is legit.
1: Where is that man at right now?
0: Uh, Turkey or something. Well, I think he fled from Turkey to another country. Fire. Like legit. Too bitly. Well, hey,
2: I know you got some apps out there like Coinbase. So that's a pretty, you know, pretty legit app if you want to get into that. This isn't a financial advice pod, but yeah, I mean, we do like to talk that on the on the back end. So. Just a
0: little bit, you know.
2: All right, y'all. Let's keep it pushing, man. So, uh, shout out to Arizona Football Twitter. They just had their spring game this past weekend, and they had Teddy Bruschi in the building and Rob Bronkowski, two former Patriots, by the way, who also went to Arizona. Hey, Gronk set a Guinness World Record. He caught a football from a helicopter, so basically dropped 600 feet. How many attempts do you guys think it took him? Three. What you got, Abo? I
0: don't know, man. That's... He'll, to, he'll, wild,
2: picture, boy. Yeah. he'll yeah. wild boy I don't so like you said
0: time. basically they threw it out of the
2: helicopter and he caught it. they basically dropped it so of course they put the little spiral on it and just let it fall and it did take him three attempts so shout out to right. that yeah it took him three. i match. figured That's this real. is what
1: i went with i figured the first
2: one he'll want to try to hey
0: man, you let gotta let let hit that, his hand you gotta let the thing to see first. how hard it
1: was going to be <laughs> you got to calibrate it like baseball and then the second one was a good attempt with a little nervousness. And then the third one was like, man, I'm Rob Gronkowski. Yeah.
2: Fresh off the Super Bowl with two touchdowns.
1: <laughs> hey, that was a real guess, too, because I don't know what you're talking about with this story.
2: Yeah, man. Check it out on Twitter, though. So, they actually showed a clip. And, uh hey, shout out to Gronk, man. He, like, hella records, man, in the NFL and outside the league. So, that's dope. Big dog. I, last thing. For the win. So, when I, when I walked in, DJ Avo, you know, he likes to pre-spin and get set up, get in the mood. And uh, he's playing some Warren G. I actually came here with some Warren G
0: news. Oh, what's
2: good? so his son, Elijah Griffin, he's a draft prospect. So he might get drafted. He's a hey. DB out of uh, USC, Southern California Trojan. So, okay. okay. Yeah, man. I'm going to show DJ Avo that. I'm going to show Dot that. And of okay, course, I'm going to show right. the people that.
1: <laughs> oh, man, that's going to be a big new thing. Let me show the people
2: this shit on my phone. Yeah, man. Shout out to Charles Curtis. He wrote the article for the win. So uh, that was a USA Today article. So.
1: Hopefully USC Trojans don't have to regulate.
2: I see what you're doing there. All right. That's all (laughs) I got for what's the word. (laughs) So yeah, man. Anything else you guys want to touch on? Uh, Nah, I got a flag on the
1: play. What's the flag? Hey, so Lil Baby was like, hey, I'm looking for the hottest verse from a female. I'm going to put them on the Omi remix. So he had all these female rappers putting out all these verses on Instagram and I heard some fire ones. Legit. and this young lady named Amaretto did he a fire one and I actually been listening to her ever since. Paying attention to her little freestyle. She hard. A flag on the plate a little Baby. I feel like he did all that for some promo shit, got everybody worked up and he just ended up putting Megan Staggen on the song. Not mad at the marketing play and running up the streams. That's a heavy name on it, but you don't play with people's emotions, bro. People really went and got in their bag trying to get a chance to
2: be on one of his songs. I feel like it was never really a real play well it could play out this way too maybe he plans to work with her in the future so hopefully he does that at least you know i mean show that good gesture put a good foot forward um so yeah i I I would still give him a chance there but if you are going to put that out there saying hey you got a chance to get on this song yeah you should definitely honor that that song one of the biggest songs in the country yeah so
1: that's my flag on the play uh anybody else got one
2: i don't have a flag you got a flag Avo? no i do not no i do not Hey, there you have it, man. One and done with the flags. I thought you were gonna flag little baby for that uh that two on two. Still, I still can't forget about that, man.
1: I I tried to forget about how bad he played.
2: He was fresh though, walking into the arena. He was fresh on the court.
0: They're normally, the dudes that can't hoop, man.
2: <laughs> That's sad. Hey,
1: that, that, that put. That put a bad notch in his career, man. Man. I feel like hey, little baby couldn't do no wrong. Hey man, boys, fuck up, man. I feel like he didn't miss. <laughs> yeah, bro. And then he missed. <laughs> Hell didn't feel good. You hey, listen man. to his catalog and be like,
0: baby, don't miss.
1: And then you just start thinking about basketball. I know.
0: Hey, man. Shooters gonna shoot, bro.
2: That's the problem. <laughs> yeah. Damn. All hey, right. before we get to the main topic, DJ AVO. What's re- good? Where can we follow you at?
0: Hey, man. You can follow me at DJ AVO love on the gram. And at Avo Love on the gram, and then on the Twitter, you can catch me at um catch me at uh, Dynasty Bro Avo. I'm gonna try to tweet a little bit more. I know I've been saying that, but like yeah, it's been it's been a minute, Hey man. It's been depressing these past few weeks, man. I just had to get off of a lot of social media.
1: Hey Doc, where can we follow you at, bro? Hey, please follow me at Dynasty Bro Dot on Instagram and Twitter, and follow the main Instagram handle. I just went live right before the podcast. Dynasty Bros FF on Instagram. What about you? Uh, Dines Brovick, Chief Sosa, my nigga Vic, all that good shit. Where can they follow you? Follow
2: at? me at Chief Sosa FF, Instagram, Twitter, Twitch. Uh, be sure to subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen dice Bro's FF. Hey, rate the podcast wherever you listen. If it's on Apple and join the Facebook community, Dines Bro's FF podcast, you can give us some ratings there too. And we just dropped some new merch. So We have merchandise on Viridian Global. Check that out. Um, all that's in the link tree in the link. You can shop. So, uh, we're excited for that.
1: viridian Global, go get you a B Team hat. Why you shopping? Going to go get your FF Fit Club shit. Make sure you swing by, grab a B Team hat to
2: rock that shit. <laughs> swing man. by like you yeah. walking down the virtual street when <laughs> yeah.
0: you, you, you sliding through. You know what I mean?
2: We supposed to open at seven. We in there seven forty seven. I was just in the neighborhoods. So I figured I'd stop by. You know, get a shirt. <laughs> get your mama a shirt. Shell toes go good with the Gucci. Uh, <laughs> I'm a, listen, I, our shit sh- go I, good
0: with the Gucci. I'm gonna pro, promote all our merch, but please, I don't know, you might want to explain to your mama what the B Team is before uh, you give her that shirt. She might not understand. Well, <laughs> I made a whole playing career out of the B Team, so I fuck with the B Team. That's not what I meant. I'm talking about a black mama. You're putting her on the B Team. I'm just putting that out there. Just putting that out. There. I want everybody to stay safe. Okay, that to know what my mama would think. What does the B stand for? Ooh, it, it, it's, it's, it's football relevant with a, <laughs> with a spin off some,
2: what was it, 60s? I don't know when that shit came out. I'm trying to help with people. 70s. 70s. Exactly. I wouldn't thought about then. So, yeah. Some shit before my time. that looked cool. <laughs> we put our put our spin on it. I feel
1: Connected like some dots. I feel like Avo <laughs> fucked up the monkey. Yeah. yeah. Bro, to my bad, <laughs>
0: man. I just want to keep people safe, man.
1: You
2: got us
0: all off track, man. And then, and imagine then Vic, handing your mama And I feel like
1: Vic was trying to backtrack to cover up because AVO acted like it was a problem. So Vic went on a rant trying to cover up yeah. what the B-team stands
0: for. I'm just trying to keep people safe, man. <laughs>
1: we all appreciate right. it. All right, little gangster. There you have it. All right, so look, what we're about to do is we're about to move on to the main topic. I'm not going to call it pre-draft trades, but that's what's going to be on the tick. So every time I look at it, it just, I don't
2: like it. It feels forced, don't it? Yes. We should just put nothing. Just anything. Yeah. I'm probably going to change the title when it drops. <laughs> just put we the
1: bros. <laughs> we the bros. <laughs> All right. So, look, what we're about to get into is just some some good player concepts going into the draft. You should never be comfortable just sitting on your team. There's always a way to get better unless you have every single top five player on your team. There's always room for potential and upside. So going into the draft, man, you know, everybody has this rookie fever. Everybody's going nuts about picks. So what can we do? Hey, can we go flip some of these picks? Can we go attempt to get some picks? Can we get rid of some of these guys that might be affected soon as the weekend is over? Can we go get some guys that everybody is low on because they're afraid that they're not going to make it through the process, man. It's just so much right now. And I feel like this is the perfect time to make some of the last minute plays that you can. So that's what we're going to help walk you guys through is just talk about a couple guys that I know I got a couple that I just want to ask Vic about. And I just want to talk about the marketing value. It's not even just, just like, I think you should trade them. It's just about like some of these guys values are through the roof. So maybe it's time to, You know, cash out. So I'll ask Vic some interesting questions about where he stands on each side of some players and we'll just go from there.
2: Sound good, bro. And of course, like you said, everyone, you know, is so focused on the rookie draft and the NFL draft. You know, they're forgetting about these veterans right now. So this is a nice time to go get some of these vets. This is a perfect time because their value dip at this, you know, point within this offseason. So why not capitalize off the hype for the rookies? And go get some of these veterans especially these young veterans who have a lot of potential going forward so that's what it's about man i'm curious to see who you bring to the table i got two i think you got two we'll probably throw a third one out there but i'm excited bro all
1: right bet that well you you start off bro you uh you the older person i'm the
2: older person <laughs> you <laughs> older. Like what
1: you the older two brother. weeks yeah two weeks baby
2: 13 12 days to be exact yeah man shout out to aries <laughs> if you're into the zodiac shit. i'm not bro. i'm not aries game i guess <sighs> All right, Aries gang. All right, man, my first guy I want to get into is tight end Noah Fant. So, uh, hey, this is a guy, he stepped into the league, top 20 play at the tight end position, and he took a sophomore leap finishing as a tight end eight. And, of course, he's in a tight end friendly system in Denver. So the reason why I like Noah Fant is just because we already know the hype's going to be built back up when the Broncos, they're most likely going to get a QB out of this draft. I mean, that's just the talks. That's what we've been hearing So imagine if they land a Trey Lance or you never know a Mac Jones or I mean, you just never know what QB they land or if they just keep Drew Locke. Maybe they expect Drew Locke to take the third year leap. We'll see. But at the end of the day, you still got a Cortland Sutton coming back. You got Jerry Judy. He's going to step into a sophomore season. He has a lot of pieces around him. Still got Melvin Gordon. So all the pieces are there around him. Why not go get you a Noah Fant, especially if you miss out on a Kyle Pitts? Um, So for me, I still love the upside of Noah Fant. He's taking a huge sophomore leap. I'm expecting him to stay in that top eight range, you know what I mean? So I can see him being a top five play, top six play. Uh, So I I love his talent, love the the speed, love the hands. He gets downfield, so he's he's converting and moving the sticks. So let me talk to you about some of the things I've done in terms of a trade. I've actually given up. This might sound crazy, but I did it only because I have multiple draft picks, but I've traded Gus Edwards and Jeff Wilson Jr. for no offense. This is a team where I, I needed a tight end. I had Tyler Higby on the squad. I don't have an, a drive pick where I feel I can get a Kyle Pitts. So why not flip those guys? Um, so I flipped them. Um, but if you're looking at actual draft capital, I would trade a mid-second-round pick. I believe you can get that off for a Noah Fant. If you have a squad that needs a tight end. So what are your thoughts on all that, Dot?
1: Nah, bro. You know I like Noah Fant. I've been liking him since he came out. We, uh, we actually did a startup when Hockerson and Noah Fenn were coming out that year. And it was just like, bro, everybody's going to be hype on Hawk because he went first and he can grab some Noah Finn. And I still like his upside, man. Um, the offense scares me a little bit because I don't know what they're doing at quarterback. I don't know if Drew Locke is the answer, like you said. And I don't know if he's going to get better because they, they do have an improved offensive line going into this year. The defense should be better. So maybe the situation rides better. They get Cortland Sutton back. So draw some attention off the tight end. With those two great receivers on the outside. I'm I'm excited to just see how the offense flows and if Drew Locke can take that next step. And if not, maybe whoever they draft in, in the uh the NFL draft coming up in two days. Uh I'm just I'm interested to see what they do. But I love Noah Fant. He's a pure athlete. You know, we love some Kyle Pitts, but you know, guys like Noah Fent were pure athletes catching the ball too. Just, you know, wasn't getting just this big ass press like Pitts. but don't forget about Fant. He's a dog when he's playing and when he's healthy. Does got to be healthy, though.
2: Yeah, and uh, also, you mentioned Sutton and Judy. You also got Hamler, so they got all these pieces that stretch the field, right? So, that leaves the middle wide open for Fenton. Man, I just I just love the opportunity and the upside. So I'm all in on Noah Fenton. Go get him. I feel like this is probably about as cheap as you can get him as far as draft capital and trades. So.
1: All right. Well, you know me, man. It's... It's time to just get straight to it. I came to talk big names because I just want to see the value of these guys. Like, just straight to it. There's two guys. I'm going to pin them into the same question so we don't have to break them down. I'll see how you feel about both of them. Um, One's going to be a sophomore this year. One's going to be going into his third year. Let's talk Mr. Justin Jefferson and Mr. D.K. Metcalf. And we talked AJ Brown too, man. Just three of the young superstars in the league. You know, these are guys that are top five receivers already. And breaking the bank, going to go get them. So is this a situation where you want to sit and be still? Because it's hard to get a get a guy, a concrete guy. And I, and you know, I get it. Nobody wants to trade these guys. But is there ever a point where somebody's value is too high that you just feel forced? How do you feel about that, man?
2: Man, I will say this: it is possible to go get a Justin Jefferson. I did it, but you got it, a fire ass trade for Justin though. But it does, you know, you definitely gotta put some, some weight behind it. So I'll share what I did. It's a super flex league. I traded Dak Prescott and the 107 for Justin Jefferson and the 101. I, I think that's a that's a pretty fair trade on both sides. I mean, if you got a situation where you feel like you can win now and you don't want to you know, take a rookie quarterback into the playoffs and you want to just solidify your QB one and QB two spot. So you basically got a QB two is basically QB one. Hopefully he uh, returns to that. And we're talking about Dak Prescott coming off the injury. I mean, you have no concerns there and then you got the one Oh seven, you could definitely do some damage there. So, um, you know, he could easily get another wide receiver there at the one Oh seven, especially with all these QBs coming out. So for me, I just wanted to add more depth to the wide receiver room and, I'm young, so and I got a Kyler Murray, so why not go young and get a Trevor Lawrence? But I'll be honest, man, I know I've been saying I don't know about the Justin Fields, but if he goes to San Fran, I might have to reconsider, man. And Yeah. You know, I feel like Fields would definitely be stepping into a better situation than Trevor in Jacksonville. So if you got a Kyle Shanahan offense with a Kittle, a Debo, and an IU, and, and a situation where a guy that can also run, use his legs, that, that's more appealing to me. So uh, I got some thinking to do with the one-on-one.
1: Bruh, that did you see the goofiest smile on my face when you said I don't know? Phil's go to. S-. I knew where the com- conversation was going. Um, ain't nothing wrong with that, man. This this is where I stand on these guys. I wouldn't trade these guys. I'm not gonna lie. I wouldn't trade them at all. But you'll be surprised some of the hauls you can get for one of these guys because they're so hyped up that they forget about the guys. I seen I seen DK Metcalf go for. Terry McLaurin in the 104 in the league. Wow. Like Terry's just a bum. And I'm like, do these guys' name hold that much weight that it just pushes other guys back that fucking far? You know, they all well, besides Justin Jefferson, he came in last year, but Terry came in with AJ Brown and DK. And it's like, who says that Terry can't outperform these guys? I don't, I don't know, man. It's just these, I think, is it because they're big? like that that people are so intrigued. I know they're talented, but what is the the talent differential from DK Metcalf to here? Can
2: you answer that? Well, quarterback play that's one big difference. So, you got an all-pro QB in Russell. Um also in the Washington situation, their QB play hasn't been stable. I mean, they just of course Alex Smith, he's no, no longer with them and they just brought in Fitz Magic. Uh, Of course, they just brought in Curtis Samuel. So, it's still a lot of question marks. Of course, we all love Terry. We love the talent. It's just a lot of question marks there in uh, Washington right now.
1: But is that enough to give up a Justin Fields in the Superflex? To go get a Terry? Would you you trade Justin Fields and Terry McLaurin to get DK? No, I wouldn't do that. That's the trade I've seen go,
2: basically. No, I wouldn't do that. That's – yeah, people are just – I don't know, man. Sometimes they just fall in love with the hype and the names. And over here, I'm in love with production. Like, okay. I'm, not, I'm not in love with the name. So,
1: and you got to the wrap up of my comment because I'm never going to tell nobody, bro, go shop these guys, go trade these guys. That's stupid. But exactly what Vic said, you have to be open to detaching yourself from a name and be able to be like, this is more than I'm ever going to get for this guy. Let me let it go. If you can get that max trade, let you got to be willing and open to be able to let. Yeah, A.J. Brown is my wide receiver one in Dynasty. I'll admit that. I'm running with it. That's my thing now. Planting my flag, number one. I love Devontae Adams. I love DK. I love Jefferson. A.J. Brown is my number one receiver. If you came to me with Terry McLaurin and at 102, 103 and Superflex, bye-bye my favorite receiver in the league. Uh but yeah, man, just I say all that to just say don't be so attached to a name. Be able to be water and move on, be able to help your team and get the most value that you can. I think that's the most important part about Dynasty.
0: Yeah. All
2: right. Since you talked about those three guys, rank them in order. Of course, our you know, you just said AJ Brown's number one. So who do you have two and three out of those three? It's
1: it's gonna be AJ DK Jefferson um i know jefferson just came out and set the world on fire in his rookie year but uh i don't know for some reason i feel like that still comes back to the meme and i don't to the me i don't know if it's him or if it's that situation that i didn't like originally i do think their defense got better they got players coming back uh off of a uh, covid leave that wasn't playing and um just with the next step, with Cal Rudolph being gone, I think Irv Smith Jr. is a better receiving option than Cal Rudolph. So to see uh, Irv get more time this year, Thielen racks up so many damn touchdowns for some reason. I'm just excited to see that offense in general. We know that their staple is the run. But don't be surprised if Justin Jefferson doesn't hit 1,400 yards. But, uh, you know, he could go up on receptions. But if he doesn't, because that's on a team that doesn't have that much. Uh, they don't throw the ball that much. You know, he could come down a little bit, but that doesn't take away from none of his talent. So I'm just going to take the guys that look like freaks <laughs> in AJ and DK. But, you know, I don't care which one people take
2: in any kind of order out of them three. All right. I want to shout out our brother, Eric. He said, love you, bros. I love you, too, bro. And he just had a beautiful baby girl. So shout out to our niece. Big tank.
1: We see you, bro. It's good, brody. Tank was a tank when he played football, too. Couldn't nobody tackle him at
2: running back. He was, and everybody grew in high school. (laughs) That's
0: my guy, though. I was talking middle (laughs) school. You just had to throw that in there. Nobody knew that. Nobody knew that, bro. He could have been. Everybody could have thought he was a beast in high school. That's it, He was a beast on the field. You could have let that be, man. That's my guy, man. I guess we beefing on the podcast today. I thought we was doing that. ain't no beef.
1: That's love. Vic Vic killed your shine tank for a little bit. He was a tank,
2: though, bro. He still is. Still is a tank. Be your friend. All right. Let's go back to the. uh, Now he little tank. Nah, he big tank. That's the home. That's the home. All right. Going back to the conversation. I have Jefferson number one, DK number two, AJ number three. And my only concerns with AJ Brown is can he stay on the field? I know he just had the procedure, you know, on his knee. So he should be good going forward. But also he's in a run heavy system, man. So they want to run the ball. So I don't see how AJ can really be like a top five Play. Go ahead.
1: Minnesota want to run the ball just as much as Tennessee. That's true. And they got rid of Corey Davis and they got rid of John News. So he has nobody to compete with target for him. That's a good point. Irv Smith taking a leap up, like I was saying. And the the uh Dalvin's gonna catch 40, 50 passes out the backfield. Derrick Henry gonna catch nine and a half. Now I'm just gonna he gonna catch some, but not he's not gonna even catch what the pass catchers catch. Uh, out the backfield for the Vikings. And A.J. don't got no – He I think A.J. out of those three has the most potential for the highest target count this year because he doesn't have a Tyler Lockett. They don't throw it to the – Russell throws it to the running backs. Chris Carson's going to catch 40, 50 passes if he stays healthy. A.J.'s the only thing smoking right now. That They could change that in the draft, but they don't have a lot of draft stock either this year.
2: Here's the thing, man. Here's why I have Justin as number one. His route running, man, he manipulates his route running. Like, he can do whatever he wants out there. Like, he's just a smoother route runner when compared to DK and AJ. So, that's the difference with me. Whether it's on the outside or on the slot, Justin can go wherever he want to go, especially in the red zone. He gets open. Make sure you know he's floating down the field 60, 70 yards because he gets guys turned around. Like, to me, you just can't put a price on that. Um, so, I just feel like his upside is higher just given all that. So, and even if, even if he does regress a little bit, He's still going to be a top 10 play. But for me, I have him as a number one wide receiver in Dynasty. I'm a truther in that. It's, hey, I believe in what he did. I don't think it was fake. He's for real. He's the real deal. He's a star in this league.
1: I agree with you, bro. I'm rocking with that. All
2: right. right we'll get to my uh, next guy? Yes, sir. So funny you were talking about A.J. Brown. Let's stay in Tennessee. So reason why I am talking about Derek Henry, because, of course, with the running back position this year and the rookie draft is top heavy. You know, if you don't get a Najee or Et- Etienne or even a, a, uh, a Spazin.
1: Najee, Etienne, Javante Williams. Yeah,
2: Javante. I was going to call him Jamal. That's why I was spasm. Uh, I was going to say Jamal Williams. Think about my guy. we talk talking about running backs, the homies. But uh, Javante Williams. So, man, why not, you know, go get a Derrick Henry, especially if you do want a running back and need a running back. And if you got, like, the 108, 109. People are thirsty to get into this first round, especially with all these quarterbacks that are projected to go early. And why not go get a veteran like Derrick Henry? He's 27 going into his sixth season, but I feel like he's going to be fine for the next four or five years. He's still going to be a tank. He's an ox. I mean, he's a different breed. He's not a workhorse. He's an ox. Like an ox don't break down. You guys play the Oregon Trail. So if, if you feel like you need a plug and play, peace to add to your championship run. I would spend the 108-109 if I need a running back on a Derek Henry. If I miss out on a Najee or a, or a Etienne. And to be honest, I'd rather have Najee over Henry. And then if I miss out on Najee, you know, I'd rather have Henry over Etienne. So and also Williams. I mean, you know what you're getting. You're getting a top five running back.
1: True that. True that. All right. So look, let's just dive straight into um just talking picks, man. I, because I know we talked to one-on-one, but, like, do you do you still
2: own any one-on-ones? I do. I have a couple. How do you feel about them? You, you drafting in them spots? Actually, I actually have a couple one-on-ones. So, uh, I know we did a trade where I got the one-on-one. So, I'm looking at Trevor, considering Fields, if he goes to San Fran. I'm always going to put out there, hey, anyone, anybody interested in one-on-one? Because I do like Lance. Um, and I do understand that would be more of a project, but it's all about getting the most that you can out of your drive capital and assets. So why not float out there just to see what people, you know, will entertain the idea of moving up to the one on one. So you always gotta just shop it just to shop it. Um and but yeah, so I do have some ones. but here's what I'm struggling with, man. I got some leads right at the one oh two. That's where I'm struggling. Uh, <laughs> and some one oh threes, like, do I go get a Najee? Or do I go get, you know, a wide receiver that I like? And with all this draft talk and people, you know, hating on my God, Devonta and his size, I have a couple picks where I have like the 102 and 106. I'm thinking about getting Chase at the 102 because people are so down on Smith and hoping I land on Smith at the 106. I don't feel I need to spend the 102 on Smith when all the hype's around Chase. So I would love to have both. So I'm thinking about should I gamble in those scenarios? Or go get the guy that I, that I really want in Smith. Now, my dumb
1: ass is in position to try. I'm trying to trade to the 102 in as many leagues as I can. I just want to get some Justin, man. As much as I can. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I've am i been an advocate for if you got the 101, just trade back. Just because the guy that I think is the number one person in Superflex is not who you should take with 101. So, that's how you play smart dynasty. And if he doesn't go to San Francisco, there's a world where he's not going to be the 102 in Superflex. People still going to fall in love with Zach Wilson going number two to the Jets. If Trey Lance or Mac Jones go number three to San Francisco, there's a world where Justin can keep falling, keep falling, end up going to Denver or to the Panthers. And I don't care where he go, I like both of those spots. Both of those spots got weapons. I just love the talent and the upside in fantasy. So I'm I'm kind of just on the move back side of trading. So that's me just talking random picks. I, I just wanted to bring that across talking picks again before the draft because it's gonna be this is like the perfect time to trade them if you're if you're trying to go get them and trade them. It's the perfect time right now.
2: Yeah, but I would say definitely wait for the NFL draft to play out because that's really gonna drive the value up mm-hmm. even more and also could drive it down. Just depends. So here's what I would like to see happen. I would love to see four quarterbacks go day one. Really, you know, we would hit a parlay if if all five went, but I don't think that's going to happen. But I'm definitely expecting Lawrence to go, Wilson to go, Fields to go, possibly Mac Jones. Mac Jones going in the first round. And Trey Lance is a maybe, but Trey Lance might be a day two. I think all five going in the first round. I think that's pretty locked in. Man, well, if all five go, that's what you want to see. That just means, yeah, if, if you like more than one quarterback in this year, you know, in this year's draft and you got a top pick, why not move around and scoot back, you know, scoot back to the middle of the first and get you a young vet. Facts, big facts. So, yeah. All right. Can I talk one more guy? I just want
1: to ask your personal opinion about a guy. Yeah, go ahead, bro. James Robinson right now. What is his value, bro? I'm. That's probably the hardest person for me to find value on, to be honest, man. A guy that came out he ended up being the number seven running back in PPR. Nobody drafted him in regular uh any kind of redraft leagues or in dynasty like during their drafts. And then he turns up and he ends up being their number one guy. He's involved in everything. He's the only guy. He's getting all the rushing down work. He's getting all the pass down work. And he looked the part, not hating on him. But with no kind of draft capital in the real NFL, they're not invested in him. Well, at least we don't know if they're invested. Draft is coming up. We got four 48 hours to find out. Are you trying to buy right now? Are you trying to sell? Because this m- could be the highest his value is if one running back goes in the first round, says Najee, Travis Etienne is there, or Javonta Williams is there. Bro, what is the likelihood of them trying to plant flags around Trevor and give him his old running back? And, like, what? imagine what that would do to the value of James Robinson. So help me out, man. I'm, I admit it. I'm stumped. How do you feel about Robinson? What side of the fence are you on? Buy, sell, hold, or you screwed over no matter what, so just to play with? I mean, how do you feel about it?
2: This is the toughest situation to figure yes. out, and I feel like he's a situation where you have to gamble, meaning you have to, if you want to go get him, go get him now before the draft plays out. So I'm on the side of he's a buy for me, and if you have him, he's a hold. If you already got him. I mean, this is a guy who had a thousand-yard season on the ground and he caught 49 passes. So, to me, again, I, I'll just keep saying it. He's shown the Jacksonville Jaguars, like, hey, I can hold down this spot. I'm sure they'll bring in a number two guy, like a you know, third down back. Um, but I can I can hold down the primary you know position. So why not go invest these draft picks somewhere else? Let's continue building. Like, we're most likely going to get a Trevor Lawrence at the 101. And let's build a O-line around him. Let's protect the future. You don't want to have a Joe Burrow situation. So, I feel like James Robinson gives that organization flexibility to focus elsewhere. So, to me, he's a buy in that sense. If you got him, he's a hold. And I want to share something I did a while back. So, I actually went and got James Robinson back on December 3rd. So, this is right before the fantasy playoffs. This is when I thought I had a run. But I quickly realized I was not going to make it, especially when Cam Newton was up and down. That was my QB, two Yeah. With, next to Lamar. So, I actually traded – Aaron Jones, Josh Jacobs, A.J. Dillon. I wish I didn't throw A.J. Dillon in, but I did in my second round pick for Antonio Gibson, James Robinson, and the 107. So that pick ended up being the 107. So I'm in on Robinson, and that was a situation where I was like, look, I need to get young. Where are my opportunities? Where are the question marks? People at the time still had question marks around James Robinson and Gibson. So I see an opportunity there. At least back then in December, and I'm still in on those guys. So I fuck with it, bro. I like that trade. Yeah, bro. Well,
1: whatever side of the fence you're on, you got 48 hours to yeah. figure it out on James Robinson because he could either be the biggest winner or the biggest loser. And it could happen just like that, bro.
2: Yeah. And, you know, let's say they do bring in another running back. That's when his price probably, probably gonna,
1: what? Go up, bro. Yeah, it's
2: gonna go down. But I feel like we already know the league's transitioning to a, Running back by committee, so that's expected.
1: Nah, not not a Travis though. That would scare me. Like Kenneth Gainwell, perfect. Michael Carter, perfect. A compliment. Not somebody that I just think is obviously yeah. better than.
2: <laughs> yeah, I can see that though. I can see that it does depend on who they draft. Yeah. So if they bring in like a third down receiving type back, love it. Cool.
1: Travis Etienne is the type of guy yeah. that go beat you out and then. He already got, you know, rapport with the quarterback. That was just an ugly situation. You know if that happens. They 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 clicked up, bro, him and Trevor. Yeah. We'll see.
2: So, I would say, look, if you're willing to gamble, go get him now. I'm willing to take that gamble if I need a running back. I'm gambling.
1: And I'm going to tell you one funny narrative I've been preaching for two days on Twitter. I keep on saying, hey, it's going to be funny when the Ravens draft Terrace Marshall and then his value go down. Just because everybody keeps saying that's the worst place for a receiver to go. Or maybe they just need a receiver that's different than Hollywood, different than some tight ends, like somebody that got some speed and some height, somebody can work the outside and get open when he wants to. I mean, I don't know. I just don't think whoever – the Ravens need pieces, and I don't think Sammy Watkins is it. So if they go draft any one of these guys and it looks completely different than what they have, man, I think there is upside. I don't think Lamar is just horrible. And I do think the offense, you know, the the, coordinator is smart. They schemed up a whole Lamar Jackson offense as soon as they drafted him. So I think it's still a work in progress, and he's still working on his arm. So I just want to let y'all know, if, if one of your guys go that you love, you don't have to just completely shy away from him. And Terrace would seem like a, a decent pick at the end of the first round.
2: I'm targeting him at the end of the first. If I can get him at the 112, 201, 202, yeah, all day long. Like, if I miss out on a Chase, Smith, Bateman, My next in line is Marshall. I know people love Waddle. I just want... For me, I just want a pro-style wide receiver. Prototypical. Hey. But I seen with Waddle, man. Some of his catches ain't the cleanest, man. But you put the ball in his hands, it's, it's lights out. So I get it. True that. True that. I fuck with it. All right, man. I mean, as far as the flips, you know, I'm all about flipping the picks right now. Getting what you can. Targeting these young vets. So... Uh, I do want to say establish your identity with your team. Do you feel you can compete or are you in rebuild? You want to be stuck in the middle? So that's the first thing going to these uh, rookie drafts where you go moving for players and picks. Establish your identity. Do you feel you can compete for a title this year? If not, you need to go rebuild. True.
1: True that. Be real with yourself. Like, Be honest with yourself. Don't just you want to compete, so I'm going to compete. Sometimes you got to be realistic with your roster.
2: Yeah. Motherfucker. All right. Any other guys you want to throw out there just for the hell of it? Uh that's where that James Robinson came from, just okay. for the hell of it.
1: Um, rank these guys before we leave. Rank these sophomore running backs. I'll I'll get rid of JT. He's obviously the <laughs> number one. But rank these guys. Swift, Dobbins, Hilaire, Gibson.
2: Swift, Dobbins, <laughs> Hilaire. Gibson. I'm taking it in that order, bro. And the reason why I'm taking Swift ahead of Dobbins is just because Lamar cuts into some of those rushes and touches and still got the gust bust. So um, you know, they definitely want to keep two running backs involved, and Lamar, he's gonna do what he do. So man, that that that's what that is for me. Swift, all the opportunity in the world. I know they just brought in Jamal Williams, but hey, he's he's still the better talent. Um, and of course, you know, they what brought in golf, so I'm expecting golf to lean lean on his running backs. True. So, Swift has more upside, in my opinion. And then Gibson, man, the reason why he's down at the bottom for me is just because, and I know I just talked about him, I still believe in the situation, but I am hearing talks that they're, you know, looking at a running back, and I could see that. I mean, we saw J.D. McKissick have a hell of a year, so they definitely want to keep two running backs involved. Mark so. my
1: word, if they bring in a running back, bro, they are just dumb. They're dumb. That's, you don't need it. He could take on a workload, bro. He showed it. And he can do more in the past stuff, past passing downs than they giving him credit for. Yeah. That's what he came in as. He's a basically guy. a receiver. Yeah, And I don't know. If they bring in somebody else to me, that would be nuts with all you know, the things that they could do. They need a receiver more than a running back. And I don't know.
2: Yeah. That's what it is. Then I got Clyde at three just because, you know, for me, he's an RB2. I believe that's his ceiling. Just given the Kansas City Chiefs offense, that offense runs through Kelsey and Tyreek. And then you still got Pat Mahomes who can scramble. And then you got to account for your, your random touchdowns to the other wide receivers that are there. So that's what it is, man. Clyde, he could flirt, you know, at the top of an RB2, but he's RB2 for me. So that's why he's number three. That's what's up. That's what's up. I do got a guy that I want to throw out there. And hey, go get you some Brandon I.U., wide receiver for the San Francisco 49ers. He balled out, man, his uh, freshman year with the Niners. Balled out. And, of course, there were question marks with Devo. Can he stay healthy? And also Kittle. He's coming back off injury. All the opportunities there. Of course, they got rid of Emmanuel Sanders. So he was able to do his thing. And they got rid of Kendrick Bourne. Like uh, It's just wide open right now. So all the all the opportunities in the world is out there for Brandon Iute, I believe this is the cheapest you can get him as far as his value. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, one of those sophomores
1: that – you know, Justin Jefferson set the motherfucking world on fire, man. So he kind of pushed away some of the other sophomores not named C.D. Lamb. Yeah. So uh, don't forget about all of them. brothers. his name. them Iuke, Michael Pittman, Jerry Judy. Those are rugs, man. Even in that situation, them not knowing how to use them. These are guys that are cheaper than they were last year. And I still think all of them are talented. So I'm not giving up on them. Rager. Those are guys that shoot the shot. You know, when you Here's the thing: shoot your shot on. You already seen they got established roles, whether they were good or not. They have roles. There they are guys. They're going to be guys like that you might like, like Tylen Wallace's, the Seth Williams, the, the you know the later second round picks that aren't going to be able to run into these roles. So you know, if you can go flirt out some second round picks, bro, I feel like mid to late round seconds, is, you should flirt these out because. You didn't lose no value. That's what Pittman was going for last year. Second round, Rugs was going second round. I mean, Ayuk too. Yeah, that's and what these Higgins. guys were doing. So, you know, just try uh, Higgins. Higgins. His value went up. up though. Yeah, yeah, his shit on fire right now. I want some Higgins. But uh, yeah, man, just make sure you take advantage of the guys that you know are discounted right now around this time of the year.
2: All right man, that's all I got man. That was a uh, fire. I'm excited for the NFL draft. So uh, I'm looking forward to it. We're going to be tuned in, locked in, tapped in and uh we're going to break down each day. I mean, I, for us it's important cuz this is where we find of course the cream of the crop which we already knew about and then it's where we find also some hidden gems, you know, where you go get your Ayuks who emerge and you know these these other guys who flew under the radar. So I'm I'm really looking forward to day 2 and then early day 3. But it's all important at the end of the day. So each round, I mean, each day is important. I'm excited to break all that down. So And talk landing spots and what that means based on who's already there and situations. True. I'm going
1: nuts the whole time Thursday night during the draft. My boss want me to come in early. Early these nuts. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> My bad.
0: Hey,
1: let's get into this. Uh, what's
2: the – say something
1: good to the people um you hey, know I so w-
2: i want to shout out dj Avo first he brought that tup- tupac back R.P. to shock g played that uh, i get around so i appreciate you bringing that back up for me man
0: i got you bro i got you
1: doing your thing thing yeah, so yeah. uh you know to say something good to the people is where all three of us we have a guest the guest gets to do it, get to do it too we come here and just take this platform to raise awareness for something whether it be you know, tragedy going on, something good going on, just in my life, just anything. I wanna, I wanna plug y'all on something because y'all, y'all, y'all deserve it. This just gives us a chance to vent and get shit off of our chest, basically. So that's what we're gonna do. Um, let's see if if we can go a little lighter compared to last week. And I admit I don't want to start. So Avo, I got you. All right, and then you pick who you want to go after you.
0: After you done, I got you. Um, so, last week didn't really—I don't know if I really went into what I really wanted to go into. I really don't remember. It was a very uh, stressful week episode. All that good stuff. So, I just want to encourage everybody: uh, protect your energy, protect yourself. It's okay to protect yourself. If you got to go away from people, that's okay. If you got to get off social media, that's okay. Uh, matter of fact, for the most part, I recommend it for most people. You know, step away for a second. Uh recalculate, get, 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 meditate as Dot would say. Go sit down, collect your thoughts, get yourself right, and then come back to the world. And generally, generally that'll help you out. So that's my advice to the people. You know, protect your own energy. It's okay to protect your energy. Um uh, go ahead, dot. Sound like you ready?
1: <sighs> All right. Uh what I wanna, you know, uh, I went to church Sunday. My mom sang a beautiful song. She sang the uh track that. Dr. Yancey sang at my grandma's funeral a couple years back. So, you know, I watched my mom boss up, sing it, killed it, you know, in church, sent her a text, hey, you did an amazing job. Then put the phone back up and focus, you know what I'm saying? But uh, I say all that to say uh, I know how I felt as I got older and my grandma passed. I was like, man, I was an adult. I was working a job. I should have did more with my grandma while she was here as i was at the age where i could have did for her hey you never know when somebody's last day on this earth is gonna be yours your friends your family do for them make sure you get to tell them you love them you hate to be living with regrets if they wake up and they're not here tomorrow so make sure you take advantage of the time that you can with your loved ones because it's not promised i'm gonna stand by that i'm gonna stand on that and i preach it because i'm living it right now so check on your people Get the fuck out the house with a mask Go check on them, whatever you need to do to keep yourself safe. But well, make sure you go check on people, man, because like I said, with all the shit going on in the world, you never know how much time you got or they got. So check on your people. I love my mom. I don't know if she's watching this episode, but you did your thing at church. I got it recorded. I love the way you tough through that. And I know she's up there proud of you. Mother's Day is coming up in a couple weeks. I don't know if y'all paying attention to it, but it's going to creep up. It's early in May. So make sure you know y'all getting all the moms and stuff right because they deserve it. They make the world go around, and
2: I'll ride out with that. I want to say happy birthday to my sister, Victoria. She's older than me, the child. It's turn happy up. birthday! Let's we start go. there, I love you, sis. And uh, I also want to go with, man, make sure you know you're taking the necessary steps that you can just to prepare for your moment. I mean, everyone has their moment, whether they want to reach a certain status whether it's within their career or outside of career or within their goals or business, whatever you're doing, even financial status, whatever that is, like just make sure you're taking the necessary steps for when that moment do come, you're ready. Like you don't be, you don't want to be out here wanting something so bad and the moment comes and you're not even prepared just because you haven't even been carrying yourself in that, in that sense. You know what I mean? So I feel like most people block their blessings every day just because they don't operate a certain way. So if you wanted to go to the next level, Make sure, make sure there, you know, your maturity is there as far as with how you need to handle that next level. So, start practicing, you know, being mature in certain ways. That way, when you're ready, or at least when it comes, you're, you know, you're ready for it. So, hopefully, that makes sense. It makes sense to me. Uh, but at the end of the day, you're where you're supposed to be. So, just trust the process.
1: That right, I, I rock with that, man. Um, somebody said our DJ's fire. Yeah, he is.
0: Thank you. I appreciate that.
1: Uh, so we we getting out, we getting out of here. Sit, man. Man, Avo, what's good? What you want me to do? What's good? Play, I get around one more time. Oh, give me two seconds.
0: Can I actually go into it? Yeah,
2: yes. yeah. And you can walk us out.
0: Let's go.
2: And you can walk us out after that. Man, R.I.P. to Shock G, R.I.P. to Tupac, man. Our two great friends,
1: yeah people like rob rp dmx again i know we already touched on that rp kobe Vic got the guns out and got the kobe jersey on the eight
2: oh man Let's see if i can get rid of it show the eight show the eight man the old kobe that's that afro kobe yeah
0: oh, i'm just skipping that's with,
2: the, with eddie jones and the Corey blunt and the nick van axel yeah vlade divak all that he's playing
0: in the forum yeah yeah I'll turn you up some. all right so look oh my god Don't worry about it. It's just my cell phone. That's cool. We smooth. We riding out. Um, Catch us here next Tuesday, uh, the Tuesday after that. And then uh, the Tuesday after that, you know what it is, man. Dynasty Bros. Fantasy Football Podcast. And we out.